starting yet. Y'all shut up now. Sweat. Hey, shut up. Hey, down in front. Troy, sit down, man. Dude, we've got to... I am sitting down. Ben, you've peed like 15 times before the damn movies even started. And I'm going to pee 15 more. <laughs> Did you see the size of my soda? It's the last time I'm taking You're like, I may as well take my friggin' kids to this thing. Welcome, one and all, to the Bite Size Gaming Podcast, the podcast that typically talks about RPGs, but today is talking about movies. Uh, I'm your host, Zach, and also joining me as co-hosts are your uh, good buddies, Troy Sandlin and John Christian. Howdy, howdy. Hello, everybody. Um, yeah, so let's 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 get down to it. So we, we just played three trailers, right? Um, we played a trailer for Bond. This is for the podcast people. But we played a trailer for Bond. We tra- played a trailer for Halloween Kills. And we played a trailer for Dune. Um, and so those are the three movies that we're going to talk about. And I'm going to steal our format tonight from a really solid podcast that does movie reviews every single week. Um, it's called Sift Pop. Uh, S-I-F-T-P-O-P. So if you like what we do here, I would somewhat recommend that you go check them out. Especially, um, one of their hosts is a big D&D nerd, and it doesn't come off often, but it's one yet another reason that you should uh, check out that show, uh, Sift Pop. So we're going to steal that because I like their format, and I think it helps us um, kind of put a context to this kitten caboodle. Um, so, fellas, here's what I'm suggesting that we do. Uh, I'm suggesting that we we are going to give it not a grade, but a uh, a score here at the beginning. Then we're going to do a very brief non-spoiler review mm. of each one. Um, and then we're going to close out with spoiler talk mm. for the three of them. Um, so if you don't want spoilers for anything, you can listen to this first section. Okay. All the way through. And then once we hit the spoiler button, you guys can all peace out if you that's what you desire. We'll, we'll go refresh our beverages to give you time to... There you go. To Perfect. Get out. Perfect. Perfect. Get out. Good call. Good call. Okay. Um, chat, live chat, if you have questions about the movies or if you have opinions about the movies, you've seen them too. Um, th- this is a great opportunity for you to post thoughts as we discuss, and we'll bring those up where appropriate for the spoiler or non-spoiler um, chat. All right, fellas. Are we ready? I think we're going to talk about... Bond, no time to die, first and foremost. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Okay. So, John, this is the so of all the movies, John, um, you're the only one of us who wasn't able to watch all three, and you missed out on Bond. That, yeah, that. The, I could stream the others. I could not stream this one, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't get to the theater in time. But I think what I can provide is more like I don't mind the spoilers at all on this one. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen most, if not all, of the Bond films. I like them pretty well. I'm not like a super fan or anything like that. But I think what I can probably provide is more moderation slash just questions about for clarification. For the, maybe I'll act as the voice of the the listener this time around. The, the okay. voice of the lay person, maybe the voice, yeah. the, the lay, the, the lay man. So Troy, this is this this was your selection for movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with this question first for you. Um, this is what we're going to start all of these off with. Troy, 
when it comes to No Time to Die? Did you like it, love it, hate it, or feel like it was just okay? Hmm. Uh, I, I, I liked it with, hmm. a, with an asterisk. <clears throat> I am right there with you. Same ballpark. Yes. I, um, so uh, I would even say that it bordered on I loved it with an asterisk. But it was, it was right. It, it was. But yeah. <clears throat> there's definitely qualifiers, and it has. To, it, but they're spoilery. So yeah, yeah. It. I'm. I'm right there. Probably like if you. It sounds like you're like low side of loved it, high side of liked it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm. I'm probably like square in the middle of liked it, um, gotcha. with an asterisk still. Um, uh, so John, you feel free to jump in wherever. I think. Um, the, the typical format that we would do is we would talk about some elements that we liked at the beginning mm -hmm. and then we'll, we'll seep into things that we didn't like after we kind of peruse the, the okay. elements that we enjoyed. Um, so what are some things that we liked about this movie? Um, uh, I gotta say, I like the story by and large, um, uh, the, especially with the story as it relates to Bond's personal journey. Mm-hmm. I, the, the, it was a good. It was a good, solid story. Um, and I think that <clears throat> this is a long movie, right? It's like two hours and yeah. forty minutes, or something all, like that. All of these, all of these movies were hefty. Hefty. Halloween Kills was two hours. Um, I think the other two were were a good forty minutes longer than that. Um, but I think that this one almost felt like it needed that extra runtime. It feels like a finale, right? In more ways than one, but it definitely feels, and it has that time to breathe, to settle some things, to, you know, take its time with relationships and with our goodbyes to characters as this is the last Daniel Craig bond. That's not a spoiler. That's, that's a news article. Um, he's done with the franchise. And so this is, this is the curtain call as a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he had said he had said several times that uh, he's just getting too old to stay at the level of physicality that the Bond character, the Bond role, demands of him, and uh, so he just he just didn't want to have to keep himself at that level mm -hmm. anymore. Which I mean, you know, fair. You know, if if that's not something that he does on on the regular and, and is only doing it for the roles. Yes, it would be hard to get back into it. Well, well you, and you this look at like Hugh Jackman did the same thing with the Wolverine role. It's yes, like, dude, yep. I can only yep. eat so much boiled chicken and <laughs> well, <laughs> and work out for fifteen hours a day. And the thing I, with a Hugh man Jackman, has to eat more than yeah, yeah. But the thing with Hugh Jackman though is every movie he took it to the next level. Yeah, he did. And it's like, dude, st <laughs> the you can you can stop. Nope. You don't you don't have to nope. be you don't Not have to be Wolverine, that shredded. Though. Not when you're Wolverine. You have to be that shredded. No. He looked like no. he looked like he was like hundred and twenty pounds wet in that first yeah. movie. He was he was he was oh, little, a little guy. He was he no. And these good. movies are so brutal to bond, right? Like oh, they're not yeah. like some of the previous bonds, like Pierce Brosnan bond like can never dirty his tux, right? Like that's right. that's the level that he's at. Um Daniel Craig gets beat to snot at yes. everyone, right? Like yes. this it's is a rough. This, uh, Daniel Craig is the diehard version of James Bond. 
Now, this isn't a this is more of a series thing, but do you like that version, Troy? Does it line up with how you imagine Bond? Is this a good or is this is this does this uh get it too grungy, dirty, I, uh pulpy? I I I enjoy it. I enjoy, you know, uh Jason Bourne. I I, I like that style of spy movie or, you know, intrigue movie, whatever you call it. Um but I think one of the things that the James, the, the Daniel Craig James Bonds lacked mm. from the previous Bonds was that aspect of tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. fun that mm-hmm. they had in the past. Mm-hmm. This was a much darker, a much more serious uh, thing, and I, I'm going to stop right there because everything else I say is yeah. Yeah, what Bond did you grow up with? Like, or did you grow up with a Bond? Oh, I did. I did. Uh, the first Bond I ever saw in the theater was Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So at first, he started out to be, you know, my Bond, mm-hmm. and then my brother uh, forced me—not really forced me, but introduced me to Doctor No. Yep. With, with Sean Connery, and it was like, yep. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so this yeah. is Bond. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So, I, uh, I got, um, I got a weird one in that I grew up in the era of Pierce Brosnan, but I grew up with Sean Connery. Uh, Diamonds Are Forever, Doctor No, from what Russia with Love, like those were the ones that you know we would rent, bring home from the library or whatnot, and and watch, and and not that we didn't get you know. Uh, 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 Goldeneye and the rest, you know, as they kind of filtered in. But the Bond that I remember the most was uh, was more of the uh, classic. Uh, so this is a huge step in tone and and just overall presentation. A huge different step away. Yes. Um, but I've really enjoyed it. I did. Too. I, I appreciated. I appreciated the you know how Casino Royale started out as. You know, he wasn't really even, he wasn't 007 yet. It was his trial run kind of a oh, thing. Oh, yeah. And it showed that, you know, he was chosen because, you know, hey, he can be our yeah blunt force object that we send and just do heller damage yeah. when we need yeah. it. Um, and I, I appreciated that, you know, because, you know, Sean Connery and Roger Mortal was the more refined Yep, scalpel-like tool of MI6. you remember that you remember the first trailer for Casino Royale and John you as well like that first trailer and seeing him like in that parkour scene at the beginning of the movie and oh, it ends yeah. with him like punching through that wall and is like covered in sheetrock dust he uh-huh. just like adjusts his jacket and then he like falls down onto the uh, couch you know from several stories and he just is sitting there and then he again like straightens his jacket stands up like moves on like that was such yeah uh and bear droid saying don't forget lazenby uh, yeah there's <laughs> there's a lot of good ones i like all the bonds i don't ha- there's not a single one that i don't care for oh there um, is uh well we should not speak of timothy dalton <laughs> hey oh, wow. i enjoy really okay cool all right well um that's fascinating I'll, we'll have to you don't like any of the timothy dalton bonds no i do not no, there's some consternation in 
transactions now. Well, I'm not. I'm not. Um, you won't I'm not. And I'm I not will, super it, worked up. I'm just surprised. I, there was something about. I mean, I love Timothy Dalton as an actor. He, yeah. I, I, a lot of the stuff he's been in, I just think is awesome. I lo- like mm-hmm. Penny Dreadful. When when he had his run on Penny Dreadful, I thought it was amazing. There was just something about the way he was written mm-hmm. in those Bond films. I just, there, it just didn't connect. Um, mm. <laughs> Timothy Dalton is the tunic of Bonds. That's right. And uh, to Bear Droid's uh, point, you definitely do not forget about George Lazenby. I think had he done more than one movie, he would have been, he definitely would have been my number two Bond. Un- Didn't under, they like bring Bond. him in and then like, like, cause they were in a, in a weird spot with somebody else and then they yes. got the person they wanted. And so they brought, they, well, they, he, he, like... they brought him in after, after Sean Connery uh, yep. left the role. Uh, he was actually a model. Mm-hmm. It had never acted before. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought him in. He played uh, the James Bond that one time, and I thought he did a great job, especially mm-hmm. for never having acted before. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, he wanted no extra, and they brought in uh, Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. And, and he had done he had done uh, the uh, the Saint. On, on TV, which was very much a, a James Bondish character, um, so you know he filled the role rather well. Got way more tongue in cheek, way more humorous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they wanted Pierce Pierce Brosnan, but he was unavailable because of Remington Steel. So they went with Timothy Dalton, and then they got Pierce Brosnan. So yeah, didn't um, I think? Didn't um, oh goodness, I'm, I'm I'm they brought Sean Connery back for one more. Yeah, they did. They, After they, they did not. That so Diamonds was, Are Forever was seventy one. <laughs> that was not an official James Bond movie. Hmm. Never say never again was not. No, 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 no. Official. Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds Are Forever came out after Honor Majesty's oh, Secret Service. I think they brought uh, 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 Sean Connery back for one movie. Like after Lazenby, they brought him back and then they moved on. Um, Because then they went on to like live and let die and. For her eyes, for your eyes only. Yeah. 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 Um, Anyhow, John, what, what's your tie to the Bond franchise? Any, or is it something that you've not quite committed to? No, I've, uh, I, okay. So for me, um, I grew up on Sean Connery. 100%. One hundred percent, but uh, Timothy Dalton, I, I did. I watched quite a bit, and Roger Moore, man, was like was really good. So mm-hmm. those three are to me the are like the triumvirate of Bonds. Um, and then I, but I kind of my formative years were the were during the uh, Pierce Bro- Pierce Brosnan era. I just couldn't get into. They were so silly to me at mm-hmm. that point. They were like um, the top, especially so, that last one. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like. Um, the uh, the the uh, I think it was that Doctor Christmas, is that the one I'm what? thinking about? Like, 
Which was that the I, set? Was that the last one, or was that the second to last one that he did? Well, I think it was the world is not enough is the one where I really feel they just kind of like went crazy, and then they had die another day, which just kind of followed up with crazy with even more crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I uh, if, if it were me, what would be neat is if uh, the the Bond mantle was something that was in universe passed on from one person to another. That way, if you wanted to, Sean Connery could have totally come back as. Mm. retired bond yes. you know that that was actually cool. that was actually floated well and that i heard that the the effectively the innuendo through the rock the the movie the rock was that sean connery's character was really supposed to be james bond and that he had been you know locked away for decades on alcatraz and such so uh, no, I, I I do love the Bond films and the franchise. For for me, uh, I like Craig. Uh, I think the Craig era moves away from the traditional Bond and moves it more into the Jason Bourne, yeah, uh, gritty, you know, punchy punch punch action uh, action uh, genre, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. No, it yeah. just it just moved into another thing. And I don't think I'm not, I'm not invested enough in Bond movies to where that bothers me at all. Some that are like super traditionalist it has to be a certain bond yeah. or it's not bond I'm, I'm not in that camp so for me I, yeah. I can enjoy all of them um, but like I said the, they get really silly mm-hmm. pre-Craig they got yeah. to a point where it's like it's yeah. like Jason takes Manhattan levels of yeah. serious silliness or Jason X Jason in space kind of stuff you know so yeah yeah, uh, yeah. That's well my take on bond so to get us back to this one so mm-hmm. This one does things that Bond has never done as well, right? Like, it, it takes it in a new direction. Um, I, I don't want to get into those directions because those get into spoilers real quick. Um, but I will say, like, I think for me, the things that this movie chooses to do differently are the things that I I don't like all of those things. Some of them steer too far away from what I want out of a Bond movie. and then, But then also, so this is where I'm getting into a little bit of negatives here. Um, some of the Bond things don't really work for me either. Um, so in two hours and 40 minutes, I was thoroughly entertained. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I walked out saying, that was a great experience. I'm not sure that I walked out saying... That was a great Bond movie. Right. That is exactly what I said. It's like, oh, that was really good, but that was not James Bond. Yeah. And that's really weird and kind of disappointing for the last Bond for Craig, right? Like, Mm -hmm. this is the first Bond series that we've got, like, this really, like, story that truly stretches between all of them. Um, You know, there's arcs that, that are tied up here that were started in Casino Royale. And were started in Quantum of Solace, and that were started in Skyfall. Like tendrils of all of those movies come into No Time to Die. Yeah, and I will say, I will say that in and of itself, the fact that that it told the story is the problem. Yeah, right. Like that's the thing that we would want out of any other franchise. Right, but not Bond. But but in Bond, it it forces you. To, to do things with the character and with the plot that feels counter to the history that we've now established over, you know, so many yeah, bonds. Yeah, 20, 25 films. 
because we like we like that Bond changes actors. We like that um uh what's her name Dame Judi Dench can can oh, shoot, be from amazing. one Bond to another, and we just like yeah sure like like yeah she's Pierce Brosnan's um uh it's M right yeah it's M M and and she's also Daniel Craig's M and we're okay with that. And Q is in a billion different movies and like he's the same actor and like that's cool. And then but Bond rotates through and there's never any like. We as the audience just accept that we're showing up for almost like Mad Max, right? Like we're showing up for a guy called Mad Max, a guy called James Bond, and a story about him, but to try to piece it into a canonical aspect is is kind of counter to what the whole franchise is about. Yeah. I agree. Um, there's a lot more to say about this, but I think that that's that's what we can say in a non-spoilery way. Yeah, I think so. Is that a fair statement? Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so with that, I think let's transition over to Halloween Kills. Oh, boy. Uh, so we're going to do the same thing here. We're going to start with John because John, this is John's movie. This is my um, mm-hmm. if, you, if you didn't know already, uh, John really likes Halloween. I do. Um, uh, this is... This is his franchise. I'm not saying I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but this is at least one of your franchise babies, right? Like mm-hmm. it is. I've um, if you'll for those of you that have gotten that received the uh, well, no, it's not in this one. I received the the dwarven DM miniature. I created a, another version of the miniature of me whenever I was in high school for a game that I ran for my buddies <clears throat> at our little personal convention, and on it is a Halloween pumpkin because that was like mm-hmm. my thing in high school was was Michael Myers. They yeah. It had to be on the base because I was super, mm. super into the franchise, even at that point. Mm. So so Halloween Kills comes out. This is the follow-up to the um, uh, Halloween movie from uh, 2018. 2018. Um, John, did you like it, love it, hate it, or did you feel like it was just okay? Um, I have watched it a week ago, and I still don't know. You have to commit. For this I podcast, I have to commit for this, this moment. Mo- in this moment in time, you can you're free to change this when you walk away. But right now, where do you land? Uh, okay, I'll say that I, I say I liked it uh, with a with a big asterisk. Okay, big big asterisk. Okay, yeah. um, Troy, let's go to you. I know how. Where do you fall on this movie? <laughs> he spoiled it for us. I hated this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hated it. I did. Yeah. It was just like, what the actual F is going on? What am I watching here? Yeah. Are you a horror movie fan in general? And are you I, a Halloween fan? I am a Halloween. I'm not, I'm not big on a lot of different types of horror movies. I have always loved Halloween. Okay. Well, I shouldn't say always because, I mean, Halloween 3 is like, wait, what? And then when it got kind of. You know, they're towards the you know six and you know what five and six. It was kind of mm, okay, mm-hmm. but that was it wasn't because of the franchise. It was just because uh, you're just really beating this dead horse. I absolutely loved Halloween 2018, mm-hmm. and I was okay. so excited for this movie. I was okay. so excited for Halloween. Kills. So 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 this is this is not Troy hating on a franchise continued into Halloween Kills. This is Troy really wanting. This to be great, oh, and I was and wanting it so bad. and you know, wanting to support it because you love things that have came before. Uh, okay, so we have one person on like it, 
we have one person on hate it. I'm going to fall right in the middle and say it was just okay. Um, I have heard a lot of bad things about this movie. And it may be because I had tempered my expectations. When I went into it yesterday, um, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. There are really bad parts to this movie. Mm. Like, there are parts of it that I am right there with you, Troy, and I hate these parts. Um, there's also parts that I like, and I'm like, this was actually really fun. Um, I will say for me, I have seen like, I sat down and watched like most of Halloween in a hotel room, uh, like the last Halloween, like in a hotel room a year ago. Um, and that's all I messed with that. I'm not even sure I've seen any of the others in any meaningful way to say that I've seen them bits and pieces here and there. Right. So this is. The first Ernest, Zach sits down and watches a Halloween movie. Um, So part of my enjoyment that, Troy, you missed out on might be some of the tropey, schlocky stuff that this does. Wasn't quite as tropey and schlocky for me because I'm not seeing these things for the 12th time. But you know what? The tropey and schlocky stuff was... there, There were several nods to the past movies in the franchise. Even the ones that are no longer canonical. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. gave nods, and it was like, I see what you did there. I like that. Okay, that's really good. Mm-hmm. But, oh, that was garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I see what you did there. I like that, but, oh, that's stupid. You know, it, I lo- the, the attempt was there, and it boggles my mind that it's the same director from 2018, John the same Carpenter too. Yes, and the, and John Carpenter was involved in this as well, you know. And it's like what what happened? Was it too many cooks this time? Uh was it too much stuff being pulled in different directions that you just had to fit in? What did you do? All right, so let me ask you this really quick. Are we doing what we liked first or what like what are you we like? following what the formula? Like? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, so, yep. Okay, Follow so John, give, give us what Let's you like. Yeah. What did I like? Uh, okay, so it's hard for me to first of all let me say it's hard. It's really hard for me to say that I liked it. It really. I just want to make sure that I preface everything that I say with that because there mm-hmm. were a lot of things that I really did like, and there were some things that just made my f and I twitch. The whole like a lot of them, by the way. What did I like? Uh, man, the throwbacks were cool. Mm-hmm. They were like they. This was like Easter egg central for a, for a fat Halloween yeah. fan. They were everywhere in there. So if you if you like it. A lot of that was built in for you. Uh, I liked the fact that they brought a lot of past characters back. A lot. Yeah. I love the fact they brought a lot of past of actors in those roves back to same their character. roles. Yeah, same actors. Love that. Was that. Really cool. mm-hmm. uh, no spoilers. Uh, I loved. Um, oh man, I loved. I'll tell you, I, I liked some of the specific scenes. Like there were some Michael Myers scenes of Michael yeah. Myers being Michael Myers. Yeah. I was like. That's cool. Yes. That was awesome. Like, there's yeah, maybe yes. two to maybe three of those scenes that I could mm-hmm. be like, I stand by these scenes. And it was those scenes that put me into the it's okay sort right. of territory. Because cause there's a lot of this movie that I absolutely hate. But mm-hmm. man, oh man, there is a few that I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I'm so glad I wa- I'm watching this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I like? Uh, I mean, John Carpenter's soundtrack is stellar. As oh, usual. it was awesome. It was so good. Face. When is like, it? I, I've gotten so into like I, I, I wouldn't say that I was ever into how into John Carpenter's music until pretty recently, probably within the last couple of years. Started listening to a lot of his synth stuff. He's got sidebar. Uh, he's got a lot of like like albums that he's put out 
that's, mm-hmm. they're non-movie related. They're like lost tr- mm-hmm. tracks or things that he was working on with other movies and new stuff, and it's really, really good. And the 2018, the theme, it's uh, The Shape Hunts Allison is like the best thing he's done since the original Halloween theme. It is so mm-hmm. freaking good. So the music was absolutely like on point. Uh, but it's kind of hard not to do that with when John, John Carpenter's doing it. There's like there's a lot. I mean, I could go. I mean, I think the, we'll be going into spoiler territory if I go into that though. Well, here I'll I'll, I'll say a couple more things then. Sure. By and large, I think the pacing is good. Like it's two hours, and for me, um, there was one point at which I looked at my watch and I was like, oh. Oh yeah, okay. Like, oh, is this almost over? Yeah, it's almost over. Okay, cool. Like, I never mm-hmm. found myself, other than that one time, looking at the clock and be like, "Man, what is taking so long here?" or whatever. Right? Um, not to say if everything Detroit was good. Did not have the same experience. No, I, I wish. <laughs> I wish I had that. No, I'm not saying that I enjoyed it, but my mind was active even with criticisms or whatnot. I never felt bored to tears by this movie which is something that I was worried about based off of some of the reviews and whatnot. So, so there were some pacing things. I thought that they did pretty well. Um, um, I, I'm, I'm running out of things that I like about this movie. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, okay. There, there is a scene that is in the trailer. I will be careful here. Mm. That involves first responders. Yeah. Yes. Um, Wow, right. that was that was that was a great, great, okay. silly, okay. silly, yes, intense. Yeah. This this was one of those. Yes, that was a great scene. No, this is not Halloween. Uh, sure, okay. I don't care. I, was I like, don't care. I was like, yeah. I, I'm enjoying this, but yeah, what? I, are, are, we, are we in the crapping on it part of it now? Troy? I think is we that, are. I think we're I think there. We're I think we're there. there. Yeah. Uh, Right, well, I, didn't do, I didn't get to do what I liked. Oh, the, I, didn't I didn't think know you liked anything. So I was like, gonna... no, I, I said I, I loved like the callbacks. The, the yeah. yeah. And okay. I think this might be a the, there's there's two scenes that were just I I got giddy about. I know I, which, I, I, know, which, I know exactly oh. which scenes you're talking about. I did the same thing. Um, I did the same thing. I bet I bet one beginning? of them. Nope. I bet one of them you don't. I okay. At least one of them you're like, oh, I didn't think about that. Okay. And I, I had to save this for after we come back because yeah. I don't want to spoil any of that. But there was two scenes I was just like, oh yes. Um, but I liked it for a lot. You know, I liked the mm. parts that you you've already said, the the bringing certain characters back, actors mm. back, um, the Easter eggs, uh, the music. Yeah, the music was on point. Mm. Uh, yeah, the pacing was pretty good. Um, well, I was, and I too was not bored, but I was more like, "What?" Right. Most of the time, not being bored, um, and and I will, I will, I will lead. I won't do what I didn't like about it first, but I will lead into the what we didn't like about it uh, with this comment, because uh, my my lovely daughter has just walked into the room. She was watching it with me. She hated it so much she got up and walked out. Oh man! And th- there are very few movies I've done that in. And I would have followed her if it wouldn't have been for doing this podcast. <laughs> um, let me so, let me let me add a couple of more because I feel like 
just for the sake of the franchise, I'll, I'll add a couple of other things. I I liked what they were. I think what they were effectively trying to do with it, in in some capacity, right? Oh. When we're talking about just like the overall the theme, yeah, that they were trying to go for. I appreciate what they were trying to do, a lot, uh, and there are certain elements of that that I really really appreciated. Uh, that, I will go. Go ahead. Yeah, go. Ahead. I was gonna say like. I liked where it started, and I hated where it ended. Right. With that, with that new theme that they tried to put in. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh man, I was like, "Oh, this is interesting. Oh, I like mm-hmm. this." Nope, I hate it. Nope, mm-hmm. I hate it even more. What are you doing? Yeah. Like th- by the end of it, I'm like, "That's the thing I hate most." And you, you had a cool idea, and you just, yeah, just threw it Sh- out with the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So okay, I'll 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 lead into the the stuff that I hated about it or didn't like or whatever. Um, man, it was messy, and I'm not even talking about bloody and gory. I'm talking about well, that too. It was just well, that's a part of it, right? I'm talking about just like the the like it being pieced together, the flow of the story, and there were too many things going on, too many characters. They were trying to do too much in one movie, and I'm, I wonder if like they're trying to set up for the third because it's already a preconceived yes. End. It's called Halloween like, Hall- dies. Yeah, it's Halloween, ends. Halloween ends. Halloween, Halloween ends. ends. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm wondering if they're like there's like a but I can't possibly I can't imagine what set up any of this that. This movie doesn't go anywhere. This movie right. doesn't go anywhere. Right? Like it's a filler episode at best. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, it yeah. is. Uh, it is so ham-fistedly put together. It's very sloppy. Uh, and to, I, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna steal a couple of Troy's things here really quick. Uh, Halloween one, 1978 Halloween was one of the things that makes it so unique by comparison to the other sh- uh, slasher films that it produced is that there's hardly any blood at all in yeah, the movie. It was, it's very Hitchcockian. Yes. And, mm-hmm. the, and it's, uh, the shape or Michael Sh- Myers, the, the, the shape uh, was something that was in the that lurked in the shadows and that would show up, kill somebody, and then it would go back into the shadows again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was one or two at a time, t- one at a time really. And even in all of the other movies, he he never went whole hog, shall we say? And I'll leave it at that in order to prevent any any spoilers. Uh, but that when he went whole hog, like multiple times. In this movie, yeah. not just one yeah. big like, oh my god, it's real now. It was like there were multiple times that they were like, <laughs> yeah. what the hell is he doing? He's like out in the open. Like he was John Wicking. He could have just like he may as well have walked down Main Street and just been like, come at me, bro, from the the no. entire time. No. Troy Troy's statement is not unreasonable. No, there no, are moments of this movie where it's like, when you say John Wick, I'm like, yeah, that's a that's an apt comparison. Mm-hmm. The the only thing that was missing was uh, him doing the rapid reload kind of thing, <laughs> um, or or if he would have walked out and kind of did the neck pop, oh and, yeah, you know, kinda, shoulder shrug, yeah, yeah the shoulder the shrugged, suit, and then right? and but it was just like what the is going on? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and it just too it was over, and there's a difference between like higher kill count versus uh, the one of the things that I hated about the Rob Zombie films is what they freaking did in this movie. And they made it like gratuitously gory. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't about, Oh, the fact there were several scenes. That, yeah. Yeah. Like, so it wasn't about killing somebody because well, they did it in Halloween 2018 too. 
But it was kind of like whenever they did it the one or two times, like, oh, and then that was it. As yeah. opposed to let's like let there this was, linger. It turned into there a was snuff a scene. film in certain yeah. points. Well, not a, not not. Well. Okay, well, let's back up. Not a snuff in the <laughs> sense. Um, there was not. Yeah, there's not actually people die. Uh, but there's a scene, and I won't I won't spoil much here. I'll try to avoid any spoiler. But there's a scene that involves a couple. Yes, an older couple. And it's the perfect like. There's a moment there. Yeah, this is. I'll I'll just leave it. We'll come back to it because I feel yes, like please. I'm I'm gonna yeah. tread yes. too. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, everything about that scene was nothing but gratuitous. Mm-hmm. So so so, but so I'll take this instead. Um, I understand that in horror movies, people have to be dumb. I understand that, right? But damn. Wow. Right? Like, yeah. Man, I don't know that I have seen a movie, uh, a horror movie, where every single character has mm-hmm. to be dumber than the one before it, yeah. like this, right? Yeah. It, by the end, by the end of this movie, there is a choice made by a character. And then another choice made by another character mm. that I goes completely against their character, goes completely against what they've said so far, goes completely mm-hmm. against what the story has been telling us up until that point, mm-hmm. and is just so they can have really dumb people getting in really bad situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hate it. That was the worst part of the movie for me. If we, mm-hmm. If it wasn't like so close to the end, I would have walked out at that point. Because it was mm-hmm. like, this is what you're going to do with your characters. The main characters of your movie, you're going to uh, put them, stoop them to this level of... Nobody cares about them dying. Yeah, no, like, yeah. Like, I don't want to sit there and watch a movie with, with, where the, all the characters are like, you had that coming. Like, every single there's, one, there's, a lot of but, them But, but like there's that. two. There's two characters... I know that I would. Ag- There's two characters that, by the end, maybe three, that I wasn't like I don't care, and then they made me not care about them right before mm-hmm. the end of the movie, right? Like, yeah. so I don't have any character to root for going into Halloween ends. Other like, than Michael Myers, like just just kill them all, just yeah. just come on, <laughs> yeah. get it done. So. Is there anything else? I like. There's more yeah. to say about this, but but, but we need to get into yeah, spoilers. Like we're gonna okay, so b- before before we get to the spoiler part. My my unspoilery not likes, the writing was atrocious. Yeah, the dialogue was oh, the dialogue insanely was horrible. Painful. It was like a a hammer film that evil kind of, dies oh, tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Evil dies tonight. Yeah. Well, all you all you needed was a horrible Transylvania accent. Yeah. But yeah, it's like okay, let's just have the whole town chant it as their pitchforks yeah. and torches. Have you seen? Well, hang on a second. I will say this though. Have you seen some of the dumb things or heard the dumb things that come out of people's mouths whenever they're chanting? Oh, like, I agree. Like oh, we're in spoilers. Yeah. We're in spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, we're, spo- we're in spoilers. But, Let's okay. back off. Uh, yeah. So, yes, and, and then this is not a spoiler. It's just it's a it's a movie technique, and, and people do it all the time. I I liked the fact that they did that. This takes up right at the end of mm-hmm. the 2018. And yeah. kind of, you know, it, it attempts to show things from yeah. other people's perspectives yeah. at first. Mm-hmm. But then they jump back in time without any... Oh. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. No, I'm, no it's not spoilery. It's just, it's you know, they, they go back to the original movie to show some stuff. No. 
don't. That's spoilery. That's not spoilery. It's yes, it is storytelling. I'm not I telling anybody. Tell me about that. Well, too bad I am anyway. Well, they, they, Troy, you, Troy doesn't they, want anyone to have to suffer through this movie. So yes, for him, if just he can to, spoil it to just but, get you out. But it's like at first you're like, wait a minute, what? Who's that? What? Yeah, without getting into oh, the, oh, yeah. I see. This is back in time. Okay. Yeah, it's what? really poorly but, done. But the, the yeah, jump is really poorly yeah, done because it, it's like it's seamless. It's just like here's a scene, back in time. Yep, I agree. I agree. So. All right, um, we're gonna we're gonna move on because who boy, I, yeah. we're gonna come back. There's we're more. gonna come back. Yeah, mm. um, we there's every indication that we might divide this into two episodes, but 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 still all be <laughs> still happen right now. Um, we, yeah, we're we're we actually doing the, pretty. We're, we're actually doing right well, but we had 15 minutes of of trailers, so we're That's we're gonna very, be okay. Yeah, that is very true. Um, so let's do Dune real quick. Um, I'll start this time with. With the uh, like it, love it, hate it, of course, it, or just okay. This, this, movie. this is my yes, movie. Please. So, so Zach is a Dune fan. Zach has read the first book numerous times, going back to high school, and um, read the second book. I'm in the third book, actually, my first attempt through the third book today or this 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 year. And um, I play the RPG. I've run a campaign in that. Like Dune is one of my things. I love this movie. I'm in the love it. Now, I'm in, I'll say I'm in low side of love it. There are things that I'm mildly frustrated about. But, and Bear Droid said one that will kind of get out of the way right at the beginning. This is not a full film. It's part one, right? And they didn't do a good job of marketing it as such. Mm. Um, but I knew that going into it, and so that's not a huge negative for me. Um, because I knew, hey, we're only going to get peace. Um, but I love it. I love it, and I'm not. I'm not going to be ashamed of it. Um, John, what about you? Um, you finished it like ten minutes ago. I did. Yeah, yeah it was like oh, coming in under the wire watching this movie. Uh, it was like um, uh, I liked it. I liked it. It's not. Not. I, I want to say that it was. I don't want to say it was okay because I liked it more than just okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't love it. So where are you? Where are you on the Dune spectrum in general? Yeah, so my experience with Dune is the David Lynch film. So 1984 Dune is my my jam, and Troy's making faces, and that's fine. But I've got I have feelings about that too, and the comparison of this movie with that movie that well, you know, we'll see what people think. But I I have never read the books, any of the mm-hmm. books, not even the first. That's fair. One. That's fair. They're not for everybody. That's for sure. And it's not that. I, well, it's not even that. I just haven't never gotten around to doing it i've got the audiobook downloaded and i planned on listening to it and i just it's always something else mm-hmm. comes up something else listen reading mm-hmm. something else listen to something else mm-hmm. yeah that's my do i love and but the david lynch thing i really like the david lynch movie like, i mean people will probably hate me that love dune and that's fine that's fine um but man my, i for someone who has never just forgive me because i've never read the book I don't yeah, know any better, yeah. right? Just yeah, put yeah. me in that camp. Ah, poor bastard yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't know any better, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, so before we move on to Troy, Bear Droid is uh, applying Hobbit levels to this movie, which, ooh, that, 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 that churned my strong. stomach. Those are strong um, words. Uh, he's saying the Lynch film actually explained things. Um, I, I feel strongly that you are somewhat right. But I, I don't want to go that far. And then Velenas says that the sci-fi miniseries all the way, and I will agree with that. 
Um, we'll get into that in a moment, but I think Velenez is on the right track there with the sci-fi miniseries. It's a great entry into this world. Um, Troy, where do you fall on the like it, love it, hate it, or is just okay? I'm on the high side of like. Okay. Um, nice. I wouldn't say I loved it. I loved the, it. was absolutely beautiful. The, the like visuals, the visuals of this movie are absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. grotesque, depending on what they wanted you to feel at the time, and it worked. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, it, it it felt a little long in some spots, mm-hmm. and uh, there were some slow spots, but. That's Dune. Dune is not an action-packed Star Wars adventure. It's political. It's slow moves into fast happenings and things like that. So I, I appreciated. I appreciated that. I'm glad they did not try to, you know, waffle stomp everything into one movie. Yeah. Oh no, I that I appreciated. I really did. Like and, that, and that's where effectively yeah. like a five-hour saga. Oh type yeah, thing between and, two and films. that's yeah. that's where that's where I have to disagree with Bear Droid. You know, you know the, uh, pulling another Hobbit. You can't, you cannot make that thick-ass book into one movie unless you're willing to do a five-hour, like you said, a five-hour well, movie. And Dune isn't so much. I'll be I'll, I'll I'll take a middle stance here. It's not the biggest book in the world, especially when you remove all the internal monologue. Right? There's so much of that in the book. <laughs> There's which so I, much, which is what I hated in the David Lynch movie. Right. Um, if you strip that away, but the 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 difference is that The Hobbit is a simple story. Right. You go point yes. A, point B, point C, point D, mm-hmm. right? That's kind of the story. It's a great story, but it's really simple. And so when you try to stretch it out, you have to find all these like pieces to fill, right? Gap filler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, it's more wood glue than wood, right? Like mm-hmm. by the end of it. Um, Dune is like packed with stuff. It's just like every page, there's stuff going on. There's so much political stuff. There's so much like like back and forth between different houses. There's so much like intricacies of relationships and relationships between people and also like different societies and different, like there's so much stuff that yes. that it, it allows a little bit of that. I think they did the right thing by not making it three movies, certainly. Oh yeah, definitely. But see mm-hmm. that right there, what you're talking about, you know, taking away the inner monologues, you, you need to make it a two movie thing just to allow people to, understand what they're watching because because of this because of the political stuff it's not something that's just so obvious and you need to let it kind of breathe a little bit um i will also agree that the david lynch that i've never read dune i've read a lot about dune my father read dune we talked about it stuff like that so and i watched the david i've watched the david lynch movie several times and have only recently, as I've gotten older, just can't deal with it anymore. But if it was not for watching the David Lynch movie with their all of the exposition and all yeah. of the all of the talkie talkie, there were parts in this movie that I would have been like, I I don't know what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. 
There's like no exposition at all in this movie. None. I mean, that's and, not true. That's not fair, actually. There is some, and it's ham-fistedly done, was my thing. It was like It's at the beginning. Well, and they I literally have, it. like, he, Paul is listening to... No, no, yeah, that's a spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah, right. There is exposition in it, but it's like really obvious that this is the part where we're going to give you some exposition. Yeah. Yeah. There so let's 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 tear back just for a moment. I I I am itching as are you to talk about some of the things that we found frustrating or confusing about this. But let's let's tie up a few more uh, if anybody has a few more likes on this. Um yeah. I'm going to say that I really liked the people that they chose for these roles by and large. Yes. These are some really good actors doing some really good work. The the villains are great villains. Oh, I hate Baron Harkonnen. Just yeah. not like in the, in the right kind of way. Not that yeah. you know, Stellan Skarsgård, amazing, and I, he, I hated him in the Lynch movie because he was gross and disgusting, and I mm-hmm. hate him in this movie because he's gross and disgusting and evil. It's just yeah. oh. Yeah, you know, like I thought the Baron in this movie was way too mellow. Like I love the way the Baron Harkonnen was in the David Lynch. He ate up every scene that he was in, just chewed it up. He's the same way in this miniseries. He's so chewy, like he he goes nuts. Right, that's I like. I like that over the top, maniacal. Kooky. Yeah. There's, I, mean, I get, you don't want, like, there's an 80s sensibility about the David Lynch version that I completely understand why it wouldn't translate into, like, if somebody went and watched, like, uh, uh, somebody that was born in, like, 95 or 2000 or something like that tried to watch the Lynch version versus this version, I wouldn't be surprised that they would pick this version over the other and think, oh my God, the Lynch version is, like, silly. It is. It's, there, it's there's like, like it's, a, almost it's, like a cartoony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, component yeah. to it, but that's like I think that's a product of the era that it would come yeah. out of too. Though the, this the the thing of it is that I think though is that this is at its core, Dune is a political book. It's a political sure. story, and so if you're going to have a political intrigue, you have to have a villain that rises to that. In my opinion, for a lot of the plot in Dune to make sense and to have stakes, if you feel like the the bad guy is silly, the plot kind of is, is lackluster in my opinion. This guy is creepy, terrifying, and they present him as this brilliant dude. Yeah, he's um, a mastermind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mastermind is a good word for it. Um uh so he's awesome. I think Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho was pretty oh, yeah. good. He you know they needed a light character and I think that they gave him with that. Um I liked I like Brolin's s- gurney. I like Brolin's, Brolin's gurney. Was it was really good. Um, he didn't. Uh, he didn't play a musical instrument, though. I'm. I'm, I'm that's upset. true. I did. I do. Um, I do agree that with that. That uh, we needed because that. so Patrick Stewart is the superior gurney because because he did do that in the extended version of the David mm. Lynch Well, you know, you never know. Superior. Um, I thought Timothy Chalamet is the lead. Did mm-hmm. a great job. Like. Um, I wasn't sure about him to begin with, right? Um, mm. But there's a couple of moments that sold me on him. Um, I thought Oscar Isaac did a great job as the and Duke. Then that, that beard. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we oh. were talking before about about put, making our beard line go up more on, on yeah. the cheeks. Uh, after yeah. watching that, I was, that's all I could focus on whenever I was looking at his beard. I was like, his beard looks great. 
Yeah. I'm going to have to re-edge my beard. It's going to have to look different. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to, I would, it, look, he looks so great in that role with that beard. Yeah, so yeah. good. I mean, the movie is filled with really great actors. I mean, we've named yeah. a lot of them, but there's, there's a chunk more that are just like psh, doing great. Um, Javier Bardem. Yeah. Javier Bardem did it. He was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, just... I actually really liked him. He was like, was a standout. Honestly, his portrayal of Stilgar was <laughs> I loved dramatically it. different. Yes, but when, and I like you know in a really great way. It's very close to the book, in my opinion. Like mm. that Stilgar is the Stilgar that I imagine. I think by and large, that's true for all of these performances. Um, I really bought that these are um, true to the book in somebody's mind, right? In mm-hmm. Denny Villeneuve's mind. I buy that this is how he sees those characters because it's so close to my own. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Well, so we like the characters. Um, Troy's talked great. about the visuals. Yeah. Spectacle mm. of it. Well, um, I like the cinematography. I, let me, I want to make sure that I'm specific. That's a about better it. way of saying that. Yes. The cinematography is phenomenal. There are things about some of the choices they made in regards to like color gradient contrast and saturation that I didn't like. Um, but other, but like from like just the, the composition, the composition was off the charts. Really, really gorgeous. Like, an, like I said, like an art house film. Yeah. Um, some of the, some of the ship designs and things like, like the world of Dune that they imagine are really cool. Like the ornithopters yeah. are cool. The spice har- harvesters are cool. The ships that like the, the big spacing guild ships, mm-hmm. that transport thing, like, so cool. I was so blown the, away by the it. costumes. This costumes were cool. The costumes yeah. were fantastic. I, I mean, mm-hmm. everything Dude, about now, everything visually was just yeah. I love the There's, armor. Yeah. Like the armor that the they, armor was, they Yeah. 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 I, I'm a big fan of like the Excalibur armor where you have like the high collar plate. Mm-hmm. Oh, I dig mm-hmm. that. And yeah. the House of Trades really had that rock in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, well, let's talk about some more negatives then. Um, I think the pacing of this movie, because it's a part one, and because the book is already weirdly paced, like that book is kind of a mess as far as pacing goes. Um, this one has the worst of that book as far as pacing, and it has to be the whole movie. There's no beginning, middle, and end to this. There's just a beginning. Um, yeah. It's all set up. There's no, there's no payoff at all. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know what if like I have a better idea of how people felt whenever they first watched the Fellowship of the Ring, and they were expecting an ending, and they're like, "What?" I remember being in the theater and people like dropping f bombs. What the? F-? It's, as soon as the as soon as Fellowship of the Ring ended, and it has that very like open ended ending. Yeah, how frustrated like, viewers were. I can't imagine yeah. people with this. It's like I got no exposition. It looks good, and the act I like the actors, but yeah. I have no idea what the hell I just got done watching. Right? Yeah, and that's what I, that's what I mean. It's like had it not been for watching the David Lynch version several times, yes, throughout the the past years, I would not have known what was going on, and I would have mm-hmm. been, pro- I probably would have been pissed. But yeah, it'd have like, been what? like, oh, this is movie is well acted, it's beautiful, and I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. I'm, I, in order for me to say any more about that, it's going to be store of spoiler territory. So I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, I'm yeah. It, it, yeah. Um, I'm seeing uh, Bear Droid said where they stopped it was a rough point to stop it. Um, 
there's a reason that they stop it there. Yeah. I'm not saying that I thought it was the best spot, but there is a reason, and I can accept that reason as uh, fine. Um, I think the pacing thing is going to be the biggest thing for me. Also, I don't like the armor. I'm going to be like, it's cool looking, but in my mind... Um, you don't like the armor. Interesting. Yeah, but in my mind, it's cool looking, but in my mind, Dune is very like like imperial in space fan, like like renaissance in space like it it's very like courtly um and there's elements of that but when you go in full like power armor feel it takes away some of that like aristocracy some pseudo fantasy vibes that dune has going for it and puts me heavily into just this is a science fiction movie and i missed some of that more finesse um uh um fancy aspects that uh that i that i think kind of sets dune apart from a lot of the fantasy that we see right now hmm. Hmm. same with the with the blades the swords like this is a small thing but i felt like like they very they very techied it up they very like made it look like something futuristic and i i feel like dune likes to be traditional even though it's in the far future 10,000 and it's 10,000 not even ad it's 1000 like 10,000 years after the year 10,000 or something a- like that. A- after mm-hmm. after guild yeah mm-hmm. ag yeah. yeah yeah it's um uh we, we kind of we talked a little bit about about pacing some of the the scenes would drag on and then the like I, I I enjoyed the soundtrack for like the first half of the movie, and then uh, I I got tired of like women wailing in the background after a bit. It's like it was, and that's like all I would hear sometimes in certain scenes is like, oh, hang on a second, it's going to slow down, and some uh, like one Hi-ya! or many women will start will start will start doing the the Wonder Woman wail yeah. in the background, like mm. which is normally is is. Fine, it's uh, it's tribal and it's beautiful and I, I really do like yeah. that. But it's just they cranked it up to eleven every single scene that had a grain of sand in it. In it, they were that was the first thing that they did was throw that out there. Mm. I, I I enjoyed the fact that, you know a little bit of trivia if, for those that may not know that was sung in a made up language for this movie. Mm, interesting. All the, all the, they actually, which, which kind of threw me off. Why was there bagpipes early on when Atreides is? is oh, is, such is, a is, weird. Is from weird, Greece, right? you know. Yeah. The, the house of Atreides is actually from Greece. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's one of the weirdest parts that of that movie strange. was the bagpipes. But, yeah. uh, but they actually, they actually invented music, musical instruments for this movie. The Blue Man I would have liked to have seen so them instead of instead of the bagpipes. Yes, Blue Man Group would have been great for for the uh, for for that. But yeah, they invented uh, they invented uh, musical instruments and they invented languages. Yes, he's from a line of Agamem- uh, Atreides is from a line of Agamemnon. Yeah, uh, Beardroid is saying that he did, they didn't care about the portrayal of Jessica. Um, I agree, but the more I think about the books. And you, you feel free to disagree with this statement, um, but they do some 
like like Frank Herbert sometimes does some frustrating things with some of his characters, especially his women characters, um, and writes them in a frustrating way at times. And I felt like the frustrations that I was feeling in this movie, maybe not in the same beats, but the same types of frustrations I was feeling with Jessica here. So I, I don't I want to go in more into that, but that's there's spoilers there. So. Um, so should we uh, should we refill our glasses and, and uh, then drop some spoilers? Give everybody time uh, some time to bail, or do we need to? Yeah. So let's 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 wrap up with this. Um, just real quick here. Um, let's let's finish with recommendations. Yes, no, right? Uh, I'm going to recommend that uh, folks see Dune if you are a fan, but to have a different entry point into the series if you're not a fan, currently a fan. Like I think this is a hard movie to enter into the story with. I'm not. I don't think it's for everybody. I'm gonna say go watch, go watch the miniseries or go read the book and then come watch this. And I think you'll have a better appreciation. Or go watch the David Lynch 1984 version. No, no, no don't do that. The superior no, version. Don't, don't I'm not saying. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't. I wouldn't say now, that. see that to me, what you you know, not not John, but what what you, what Zach just said. Uh, that that's the issue that I have. I it I is it I is an feel, issue. I don't feel like I can recommend this movie if you don't already 100%. have prior knowledge of Dune. One hundred percent. Because I'm not going to tell somebody, yeah, maybe you should go watch these other things or read the book before you watch the movie that is yep. what you just watched. Yep. Just yep. Told I completely agree. Um. So I'm going to say kind of recommend it but but you need to load up on some stuff beforehand yeah. halloween kills i feel like you can just skip um and bond honestly i think you're going to get more enjoyment out of it if you're not a bond fan than if you yes. are one so if you just want a cool action movie go see bond if you yes. want a really solid into the bond just skip it and i yeah. think which is a hard thing to say but i think that's probably the right answer yeah, if you want a good actiony Jason Bourne style movie, yeah, go see it. If you if you're not like a if you're not invested in in, in Bond, that's fine. Go see it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, here let's do this. Um, let's Wait, are we doing? Cup. Is everyone doing recommendations? If though? you have something that you want to say, absolutely. Because mine for is it. different for Halloween. If you want to watch Halloween ends, you're going to have to suffer through Halloween kills. And there are some really great things that are in Halloween Kills that you can enjoy. Um, and we'll talk about that a little bit more in spoiler right. in the spoiler area. I don't so, know if you'd okay. have to suffer through I think you do. Kills to see end because Unless they do like a recap at the beginning of Halloween. Or just Kills. listen to our spoiler podcast yeah. and you'll <laughs> You could you'll... do that too. <laughs> well because like like what we what we said earlier, Halloween Kills. There's a couple. Elements. It doesn't take you anywhere. There are a couple things there's, that it. There's that a have couple to things. There's a couple things. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anything else before we get these cups? Let's get the cups. To the cups. All right. Yep. Okay, and we're back. So, um, I'm tempted to just let us run full rain on all three of these, but I think actually. Doing the, the right thing and keeping it organized is the so way to go. Tough, man. All right. Uh, let's go in backwards because I think Chad is still heavy in Dune. So let's walk backwards through these, okay? Um, so Dune spoilers. Um, 
let's start with Jessica and where I was going there. Um, Frank Herbert, because he does so much monologue or internal dialogue, and because he wants all of his characters to be brilliant, which they are, I mean, like his characters are brilliant because they're his characters, right? Even like all of the all of the house, all of uh, House Atreides, and all the main characters in his stories are brilliant. But Paul has to be even more brilliant than the brilliance, right? So by default, his mom, even though she's a super smart woman, Lady Jessica has to act dumb at times and say dumb things and act scared and act whatever because Paul is the person that's sometimes being contrasted against her and Frank Herbert likes to put down one smart character to make his main smart characters look smart. And he does that through all the books and especially as you go on into like later books boy oh boy does it get that way um so there are elements where i'm like man lady jessica's not supposed to be this way but i guess she kind of is just for it feels different on the screen than it did in the book um what did you guys think about the um the box scene boo i i will say i liked the lynch version better really okay fascinating because you're seeing in his mind that yes, his hand on. is f- falling apart, melting or burning up, right? You don't you don't know that. His hand goes in the box. You as the audience member are watching this, and they you needed know, something there. Yeah. yeah, nothing. No sizzle. No. Like they show like nothing. fire. They showed like a fire scene At, towards in, the in end, his, it, like in his head, yeah. though, right? Yeah, like, you needed like, something more. You needed yeah. something more. The Benny Gesserit costume, amazing. Like, yeah, and right. how Lady Jessica wears her stuff. Like, I was like, this is this is so much cooler than I ever imagined it. Yeah. Uh, Bear Droid saying, you know, Lady Jessica trained by the Bene Gesserit to control every aspect of herself. Yes. Strong <laughs> enough to defy the order, but she just has constant breakdowns. Yeah, it's that was so, a bit like, oh, come on. Yeah, that, yeah, I, I that think is true. Like, it's. I agree like with you. I agree with you. I just have the same complaints. Yeah, I have the same complaint with the books, though, is the problem. So I, it's a true to the books. I wish they would have refined it maybe a little bit. But, like, I got, I get so frustrated with that, with the books. Like, I'm reading the third one now. And spoilers, it's about Paul's kids. And they're supposed to be twins. Well, it's called Children like, of Dude, isn't it? Well, nobody, some people don't know that. Um, it's on the cover. Well, <laughs> um, but they're supposed to, they're supposed to share knowledge right they're they're basically the same person by and large these two kids but yet the son because he's the protagonist of the story by and large and will be certainly become the protagonist in later books has to say things like why can't you understand and like every like every five pages in that book it's like you should know better you should know this obviously it's this way and it's just over and over and over again because that's how frank herbert makes the you as the reader understand how brilliant one of his characters is is by him putting down another character yeah and bear droid saying wait till you get to god emperor that's what i'm i'm hoping is that god i think god emperor is gonna jump the shark um with this um but yeah i i think those two are a mess by and large but like, there's cool things that they change about this book too. Like, freaking Baron getting poisoned, but like flying up to the top, and then he has to go into this freaking tar pit bath. That was, was weird. Awesome. 
Like, I got so pumped by that. I'm like, that's a cool visual. Well, but here's did the thing, he get though. poisoned? Well, no. Yeah. He totally got poisoned. Yes. I don't think he did. I think that was the when he when he did the the shield he's, and he and it came up he went and he was just cowering and he's in that thing to kind of like oh I don't I don't want to no, make sure he, he got because everybody, everybody else died poisoned. everybody else died I know. right away I agree I don't know the answer for that other than that he somehow survived somehow and but his the point to negate the point I think they communicate that with an offhanded line, which is part of the problem of this movie, right? Is that everything's an offhanded line at best. Mm. Um, the problem and also the thing that you can appreciate, but like he's in that vat because he has poison. And I like that better than like, Oh, I had this brief moment of premonition. And so I like backpedaled myself halfway across the room and I I'm fine. Everybody else in the room dies, but because I backpedaled really quickly, I'm okay. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be unpopular again. The Lynch version was better, where he's like Leto is whispering to himself, and it's like this almost like a feverish state. That's what made it. And that horrible. freaks Harkonnen out. It's like, what is he doing? And then he starts to back away from him because Leto's out of it. And so um, that no, the other Mentat uh, comes yeah. up and gets it instead. I, that yeah. and also not only that, but like the poison gas didn't fill up the entire room. It just filled. It was like it was just enough. Yeah. Right he there. needs to get in close. Because he's gonna yeah. want, he's he's gonna want to gloat and get yeah. in your face and and you know yeah. really yeah. rub it in that he got you you know yeah but um, Bear Droid saying that it's a Tleilaxu tle- healing him and that's that's exactly right like what that's, what, what is that Tleilaxus tle- are like um, the people I'm trying I don't know if any of this is people that don't have any so I'm gonna be careful hair? here or head hair no they are people no, no, who no, mess with biology and with cybernetics. Mm-hmm. Is that a fair Wait, way so of har- saying let that? Re- let me ask this really quick. Do, do the Harkonnens not have any body hair at all? Is that Correct. A, is that a thing? In, in this okay. movie, in this version. Gotcha. Okay. That's what they are. Uh, because everybody on Giddy Prime has no body hair. Gotcha. Because Sting had lots of body hair. Sting had no body hair. hair. This is a yeah, super important. Hair. I'm sorry. I'm going to say head hair. He had like lot, his. He had a, a do, as it he, were. He did have so. a do. But yeah, every that's that's why they that's why they have all the eyebrow covers and bald heads gotcha. in in this version because all of the the Harkonnens are saying all of Giddy Prime is that's another evil. Yeah. yeah, they couldn't do yeah. the, you know they didn't want to do do. Goatees, there's some weird so. stuff that they did with Giddy Prime and Salusa Secundus. Um, which is the prison colony planet? Mm-hmm. Which they kind of talk about, um, but it's where all the soldiers, the uh, the Sardaukar, uh, Sardaukar come from. Um, that's some weird stuff that was not in the book. Like they they have the, like sacrifices yeah. being drained and like that's not in the book. Now it, it's brutal like that on that, but that was weird. Um, yeah, and Valenaz is saying it helps make them visually distinct, which is one hundred percent true. Um, you always know when you're when you're in a scene with bad guys because they are they look nothing like the Atreides, mm-hmm. the, um, alien. the most alien this, of humans. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know how many, much spoilers there is for Dune because it's all set up, right? Like, well, mm-hmm. well, that and I mean, you most people have either seen the Lynch, read the book, or seen the miniseries. There's not much in the way of spoilers. Other than, you know, there's not much exposition. There's not much, you know, they're not laying much of a foundation for you to actually understand oh. what's going on. 
Beardred was going to talk about them completely leaving out a character. I will talk about the fact that they changed a character very dramatically, and that's the character of Dr. Kynes. Oh, yes. Uh, Dr. Liet Kynes is now a, a, instead of being a, uh, a male, is the character is now female. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of being um, Cheney's um, father, he's now her great aunt, I think is what they said. Mm-hmm. They is a passing so, reference. So, so like that, yeah. Um, and they give her this really interesting scene when, right before she dies where when they part ways with Paul, when she parts ways with Paul, she's supposed to say, I will stay here and delay. And he's supposed to say, what about your safety? Or aren't they going to kill you or something? And she says, I'll say that I was a captive of yours. I'm the, 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 the scientist for the emperor. I'll be fine, basically, as her communication. And then she ends up not being fine. They kill her anyway. Um, but in this one, she does something way different, which is yeah. she's like, I'll be fine. Don't you worry about me. I'll get there a different way. And she goes to try to hop on a sandworm and then dies. Um, yeah, which is very disappointing because when she did that, pops so season's like, ooh. <laughs> I, I mean, I knew that they were going to kill her there. Like it felt like it felt like that's where her character was heading. Well, and it's weird too for somebody that's that hasn't that's only seen like the Lynch version. They they made like riding a worm to be a really big deal whenever Paul did it. Yeah, it's like yeah. Paul tamed the worm, and now yeah. he's riding that that beast. Ooh, that's cool. But if like any Fremen can do it, they like, can all do it. They can all do well, it. Yeah, that's it, in the, that's in the book. Yeah, and that's how I took it for this because I mean, even in the even the Lynch version, you just don't see it because they're they're always covered in the sand in wash dust. Yep. So but they say like even they say like if a kid isn't riding a worm by the age of twelve, he's not a good kid. Is kind of how the book portrays mm. it. Um, Throwing out like a Spartan. Uh, I was I, disappointed that they showed riding worms at all in this movie. I felt like that would have been a great thing to save for book for movie two. Mm. Let me show it briefly. It's riding a bike. The, riding a worm is riding a bike on Dune because mm. you know you can't ride a bike on Dune. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I, I, so go ahead, Troy. I, yeah. I I think Fade will be in part two. Oh, yeah. So that's the character that was left out completely. Yeah, I disagree. This. I disagree. I think they're getting rid of Fade. Hmm. Who's he going to duel at the end? I think he's going to deal um, Beast Raban. Yep, because think so. the Beast Raban isn't as trashy as he is anywhere else. Like in the book, he's basically a side character, dumb nut, right? Like, yeah, like everybody hates him in the book. Even the Baron hates him. Like, no, he's he's trash. Um, in this one, he's not quite that. From what I understand, though, Fade really didn't have a whole lot to do. If, like, looking at like at the Lynch version, he, de- he didn't do anything. No, at Fade all. doesn't do anything. No, not Ron really. was doing all the stuff yeah. until Fade, and like Fade, like only in like the last quarter of the movie had anything to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I feel like that's why they're not. That's why Raban is doing is like why add another character to this that's just going to sit on the sideline. We'll bring like whenever things start to go awry, we'll send Fade in, and he'll like help. Raban out whenever the the, yeah. the Fremen come in and start becoming a problem. There's, yeah, they, there, yeah. There's a rumor as to who's going to be Fade in the second movie. Ooh. Sting. It's got to be Sting. Uh, be Sting. Uh, no. Um, it's actually uh, a guy that was in, I believe, uh, uh, Blade Runner 2049, which Denny's also mm. 
directed. And he's the one he has alopecia, where he has no he he naturally has no body hair whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And mm. he's I guess he's worked with the director a few times, and they've said maybe they're going to bring him in and have him be fade because of you know previous fade. He's already got the look. Oh, uh, Thomas Ryan Gosling. Thomas yes. Lee Marquis. Yeah. He'd be he'd make a good fit pay. Yeah. Ryan Gosling? Ryan Gosling? <laughs> no. Ryan Gosling has a but can you? Um, yeah, it, that would be interesting. And I'm not saying that that's a for sure thing. I mean, I appreciate it's a rumor. That, yeah. Uh, well, I'm saying that I'm not sure it's a for sure thing that, that Beast Raban is the one that they're just going to go with him. I, I could see it going either way. I just would, I'll be disappointed if they bring in Fade for movie two only to kill him off immediately um because i, I feel like yeah. they should have trickled him in a little bit on this one i appreciate though that bear droid is bringing up some really good scenes that really are odd um the chris knife being a worm tooth is supposed to be a big freaking secret that's what bear droid said right um the book has more nuance to that scene than what the movie presents i think it's exactly the same scene in the book in the movie but what they don't show, and this goes back to how Jessica is portrayed in the book, like Lady Jessica is like stumbling her way through that encounter in the book. She's trying to say things that trigger prophecies, but she doesn't know what she's saying. So when they show her the tooth, they say like, do you know what this is? Right? And that's the test. If she doesn't know what it is, they're going to kill her because the prophecies like you should know, right? Like that's kind of the idea, at least. At least that's the way that I remember reading it. And she's freaks out about this because she knows what's at stake, and she's going to say a half, like a stupid answer because she's trying to be vague and mysterious. She's going to say it's a maker of death, but she get all she gets out is it's the maker, which is the Fremen word for for the, the yeah. for the she worm, and so it's like yeah. it's you know. It's, it's this big thing. And, and in the book, it's like, whew, I said the right thing on accident, right? It's like The Hobbit where Bilbo says, give me more time, right? In the mm. thing with Gollum, mm. right? Um, that, all that nuance was lost here, right? Like, there's none of that in this movie. It's just... Yeah, there's no... Yeah, no exposition, no nuance. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, is there anything else that we need to talk about with Dune? Uh, I feel like we kind of ran into a bunch of negatives in the in the back end the spoilers but i mean i do love this movie i think i i'm very satisfied with it um i think it will be great i think the first movie will get better once the second movie comes out mm -hmm. i think so because then it will be more of a it'll be a long ass journey but at least it will be a nice payoff yeah hopefully uh I agree. It, it's one of those things where um, I pro- I would have felt better about liking it more just so that I didn't seem like such a lame wad for liking the Lynch version as much, if not really honestly. Like I, I was talking to Gabriel about it. It's my son about it. He's like, so what did you like about the fir- the 84 version so much? I was like, I don't know, man. It's probably the fact that that's what I kind of like cut my teeth on. That's like the my first experience of mm. it. And so I'm comparing instead of I'm comparing, comparing it in, in the different direction than a lot of people yeah. that, that love the Dune books. I'm comparing that, uh, 
the new movie to the old movie as opposed to the new movie towards the book. And people, yeah. the people, people originally that didn't like the Lynch movie compared the movie to the book. And they're like, so they threw it away. Like, ah, that's trash. That's garbage. So we'll compare everything to the book from now on. I never had that. So um, I thought that the, the movie, the original did a lot of really great stuff with a lot of the exposition and um, the Harkonnens seemed more cartoonishly vicious and brutal, but uh, there's a lot of like really gross stuff that happened uh, in that that was, uh, that was, that was pretty neat. I yeah. thought so. That's I'm. It's not, and it's not a bad movie. I I enjoyed no. myself. And I'm glad I watched it. It's just not. I'm not Mitch. I did, I'm not going to watch it four times in mm. in of course in, in, next, in a weekend. Yeah, in a weekend. Oh my god. Nope. Nope. Mm. I'm done. I'm I'm done <laughs> at this point. I'll be I'll be looking forward to seeing the the sequel or the part two. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'll still have I'll still have the 1984 Dune movie on uh, at the ready. Okay. Well, let's do this. Let's move on to something that John is excited about. Mm. Halloween Kills spoilers. Oh my gosh, John! Why do you like this movie oh, at no all? Kidding, what all right, the so hell, first of man. all, why don't you guys like the? Okay, I maybe. Okay, hang on a second. So, do you not like the flashback, or do you just not like the way that they cut to the flashback? I, I want to make sure I understand that. I liked the flashback. The flashback was once okay. I figured out. Oh, what the hell was going on, dude? Yeah. I thing. Go ahead. But then it was just like. What happened? Because, I mean, I was like, okay, if this is the worst thing in this movie, how they jumped from present day to the flashback and then back again yeah. without any real indication of what was going on to let us know, this was going to be this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. And it just kept snowballing the, down the hill. It's like the oh movie, my the gosh, first part of the movie, weird. like the first like twenty minutes is great and then it hits then it hits the um the bar oh yes and i'm like exactly i really awkward in this movie i hate this movie at that point okay so hang on let me let me before we let's let's we may have to do this chronologically in in like in the movie because we're otherwise we're going to do a lot of jumping around i think yeah so like okay so for me so i loved the halloween flashback i freaking yeah Loved it. As I'm sitting there watching it, I'm like, and I know what's going on. I'm like, oh. I'm like, <laughs> I've got Gabriel on one side of me, and I've got Jasmine, my oldest, on the other side of me. And they both of them, they thought it was hilarious that I was just so into it. But I, I thought that it was, re- like, the visually, at least, the way that it mm-hmm. looked was really good. And the, mm. the 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 way that they did, like, the original Myers mask was phenomenal. The way that he moved was, like, spot on with the way that he moved in, yeah. the, in the original. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, man, come on. Big spoiler. L- Loomis deep fake? Shut up. That wasn't a deep fake. Was. That was not a deep fake. What? That was not a deep fake. That was, that was a guy that was working on the movie. They said he had an incredible likeness to Donald Pleasance. The rest of it was all done with practical makeup effects, lighting, and they added the grain to make for the, you know, the, the flashback scene to I'm make it look to, like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to see a uh, making of to yep. believe that. I don't it, believe you. It, I, it is, I trust you. It is but not I a deep fake. It is not That's, a deep fake. But, but the only reason why I say is it looks like a deep fake because his it mouth does because it's weird. It is kind of weird. Like, yeah, and the 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 you know they did, it's like a like a caricature of his. His voice, which is like it's the best. Well, you that do. was yeah, that was somebody else that, that did the voice. But yeah. yeah. Um. 
No, like the including Loomis, man. Come on, mm-hmm. just the warm to the cockles of my heart seeing Donald Pleasance or even the likeness of Donald Pleasance included in it. I didn't care. It was so good. Um, it was. That was good. But in that, in but that, then it, even in that scene when he's it like, was stupid. Tell me, did has 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 Michael Myers die? killed again? With the like, guy like yells up the stairs. He's been freaking night. Right. Yeah. Right. The dialogue was definitely clunky. Oh my gosh. As I... hell, for sure. I'm like, well, that's like not. That's awkward. Donald Pleasance would have. These are the types of movies that, that when I watch them, I'm like, I could be a Hollywood writer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Couldn't we I all could, though? I could have wrote right. that. Um, yeah. But it was the it was there was the other thing that was so god man the the sheriff's deputy that was stepping standing in front of the window looks down and saw the boots the boots i thought yeah. i thought perfect he's going to jump out like right now right right now nope he's going to keep looking out there and he's going to have a line of dialogue and then michael myers is going to run out i'm like what the hell like the timing on that was terrible oh my god like, this guy's a Dumbass! He's he's standing there and he's looking down at the boot the, prints the, of the, you, the guy. You have hit upon, you have hit upon the thing that I that I felt the most from this movie is like this movie allows there to be like four extra beats yes. for just before everybody's character, just so you realize how stupid they are. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> like oh he looks down at the boots. Michael Myers should jump out right then and kill him, but no, yep. you got to make sure you understand that this cop is. Dumb. So we've got to let him like look down and be like, huh, hmm, I didn't make Maybe. those. I didn't oh, make. And he said he goes and he, he well he even had a line of dialogue. He goes he said something to the effect of like, well, there's Haddonfield. Nothing ever, never, nothing ever exciting yeah. ever happens there or something like that. I'm like, first of all, why the hell is that the line he used? I know it's a callback to a previous line in that same scene, like it was yeah. supposed to mean something, but I'm like. That was so superfluous and unnecessary. Okay, so so yeah, and I know we're not gonna we, we don't want to jump around too much, but when he's standing there in front of that window, something that gets said later in the movie hmm. about how, uh, or maybe it was then I don't remember, about how he was always standing in front of that window looking out, Michael Myers, yeah. even as a little kid. Yeah. All, what you know? What did he see? What was it about Haddonfield, or what was it about? whatever that he was looking at that had had him fixated why didn't you show me through the cop's eyes something out there that mm. i don't know what it could have been but something that's like and and it would have been perfect you could have the cop do the, the michael well, meyer kind of head tilt like wait a minute what is that and then have him jump out but i think the thing For though, something i don't know i think the thing but, though is that it's supposed to be something only michael saw Right, but it, yeah, and then they, you know, the whole <sighs> supernatural crap that they talked about later. But whatever. Well, okay, now hang, hang on a second though. the The supernatural thing you say that's crap, but at the same time, Michael Myers got shot six times by Loomis. I know, I know. And then he gets he gets shot. He, there has to be a supernatural component there has to, to be, it. The guy but, has to be like the embodiment of evil, or but something. you haven't addressed it in anything until now. Yeah. Well, and I don't know well, that we can make it through all of this movie in yes, chronological order. Yes, we can. But, Let's do no, it. we can't. But, we cannot. But, like, I'll, I'll stick with it for a moment because, like, you cut straight from that to modern day. Mm. 
and you have what I assume to be the end of the last one where they're driving away from the burning mm-hmm. house and the fire department's going to it. And then you cut straight from that to this freaking bar that is... You talk about exposition being schlocky, John. Like, mm-hmm. com- like Dune was poetry in its exposition oh, no, compared no. to this. I'm, yeah, like, at one point, like, they, they, they set this up with, like, all the survivors are hanging out in the bar, right? Like, that's the pitch yeah. that we're supposed to get. Which, sure, sure, I don't care. Then, it's a talent show. Great, I don't care. A talent show on Halloween, why not? And then, like, one of the survivors gets up... <laughs> And he's like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna do bird whistles or something. And like, yeah. I'm like, okay, sure, why not? Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no, what I'm gonna tell you is a story. I'm gonna tell you a story in the boringest way possible. Yes. It yes. was so yes. boring. And it was like- so boring. And and then like everyone in the bar is gonna have this like this moment with us as we all like reflect on the town. And on the person that terrorized us, and we're all gonna like feel something inside mm-hmm. that draws us together. And after this boring ass speech, your <laughs> the entire bar is gonna buy this guy a beer and to mm-hmm. go up to him and tell him how much his story they appreciate. And like, mm-hmm. I was I was ready to end this movie. Yeah, after was, that bar I, scene. Well, I knew that I was in trouble. That's the the exact same spot. I was like, oh, boy. This is where people start to get upset. They, he, he starts, <laughs> like, this guy is a survivor, and they're talking about the tragedies, and then he, he finishes his story by taking the freaking spotlight from the stage and shining it in the eyes of all the other survivors and being like, and this person, the person whose babysitter was murdered on this night, and this person who survived an encounter, like, I don't care. I don't care, and I've never seen the other movies. Like, you, why would you do this? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then it ends, that scene ends, and I know we're skipping around a little bit here, but that the scene ends for those characters by one of the freaking characters walking out into her car and finding a Michael Myers, not injured, evidently, which I assumed he was, because evidently he's just taking a nap in the backseat of her no, car. No, no, no. That wasn't no, Michael Myers. That wasn't Michael Myers. This that was one the of the other issues. mental patient. So in the in in twenty eighteen in the in the twenty eighteen yes. movie, when the okay, the, but yeah, okay, so I understand. Yeah. Like, I understand. Yeah, yeah. The 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 psychiatrist it, mental patient guy. Yeah, but, it was. A but they patient. never, but they never say that. Well, no. you're supposed to. Well, you see it because you see he doesn't out, yeah. have a mask and he's got the hair. But but but, but there's no e- explanation for why no. he's camping out in the car. There's no explanation why that mental patient character is in the movie at all. At all, it's so dumb. The, the reason only, why he's supposed only, to be there is that they were trying to make they were trying to make it was social commentary. Yes, is what, it, and that's okay. And if we're gonna not, if we're not worrying about skipping around, yeah, that is one that like straight up pissed me off. It's like. Damn it! So I mean, look, dumb. It's, so look, social commentary is fine. Social commentary is fine if it is done intelligently. Done intelligently and put well, very well. But if it's well put together, this was so preachy. Ham-fisted. And it was well, so ham-fisted. Well, and it gets yeah. so. So we can actually help the listener here by saying that. So they have all this group in the bar, and then they all find out that Mike Myers is alive, and they're Mike Myers. There you go. Um, and they're like, um, they're like. We're going to end this. We're going to rally together, and we're going to go hunt this guy down. And I'm like, that's cool. Evil cool. dies tonight. Evil, Evil dies, dies tonight. tonight. And I'm like, that's a cool like twist on this movie is that it's going to be the hunter becomes the hunted. Great. Cool. Awesome. The movie then takes about at the two-thirds of the way through, Mark. It decides 
that actually all of these survivors are really bad people that get super bloodlust freaking crazy will hunt and down and kill anyone that they think looks weird at all mm-hmm. they end up killing a dude in a mob like fever pitch because he like they're like that guy isn't part of the town he must be michael even though he's a short squat non-masked scared looking <laughs> dude they're like michael myers and they and, chase it and he even uh, says how do we know we've never seen michael without a mask on it could be him yeah they say it's that like, then they chase this guy down they force him onto a ledge and he this freaking insane psychiatrist looks at these people and you we, he this guy and us as the audience come to an understanding at the same time that if he does not leap out of this super tall building and kill himself they are going to do unspeakable things to him mm-hmm. and so he does and when he dies it's like all the characters immediately realize that wasn't michael myers and so then two of the characters stand over the body and they're like the the woman looks up at the guy and she's like he's like i i i i didn't i didn't like i i'm sorry i like i couldn't stop it like it it just you know and she's like well what are you gonna do are you gonna sit here and just let this be the end or are we gonna go do something and he's like we're gonna go do something i'm like you just killed a guy like (laughs) yeah and the movie doesn't want there there's no repercussions for that there's no there's no talk about that at all and it only like that mob thing only gets worse from that point on it mm. the movie's message is very much who cares that they killed this guy what's important is that they get michael like it does not want there to be oh man i hated that where that mm. went was just like stop this it's dumb you turn the survivors the survivors of of all these other movies into villains on par with Michael Myers in this movie. Well, yeah, well I think much. what they were trying to get across is like is a continuation of the of the, the the morality play or the message of the first movie. And the first movie was all about how trauma affects people and how they become like what happened to Laurie Strode after yeah. what, her yeah. encounter with Michael Myers like what that did to her and the trauma and the, the post-traumatic stress and how she dealt with it and all this good stuff and all of the negatives but instead of they, they kind of like doubled down and they did it again and they and to your point these are characters that should have been like more like I don't know noble characters yeah. you know like it's Tommy Anything. and Lindsay Wall- like Lindsay Wallace and Tommy Doyle or Tommy I think it's Tommy Doyle yeah Tommy Doyle the two kids you make them into first of all, uh, you made uh, what's her face Lindsay into like like a goober. Like all of them, like whenever they went to the park, and they yeah. they, they whenever they got confronted Michael in the, and he was on top of the car. First of all, throwback was That's, cool. That was the scene that I got giddy. Yes, he jumped on the car just like at the beginning of the '78 one, and the nurse uh, Marion, well, got the the hand slapped. The whole thing happened again. I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" But everybody in the car was dumb as hell from yeah. that point forward. Everybody was dumb. And, and did you know? Okay, so in the original movie where that scene happened, they were driving, mm-hmm. and Michael was on top of the car, and the nurse is driving, and he slams his hand on the window. Mm-hmm. To, uh, on the side window to break it, 
you can see the wrench. They, they, they have a wrench like yeah. duct taped to his hand, and that's how he was able to blast through the window. They did mm-hmm. the same thing in this movie. Oh, if you look, that. if you cool. look really close, he has. They put the wrench in there, and he slams the thing to break oh, the window. That's cool. And so that's I'm like, cool. oh, that was so cool. I, I loved that. That was one well, of the, that was one of the first times. I got well, it. I mean, I think really what what's irritating, the most irritating, is that every single one of those characters are poorly poorly used. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Tommy, Tommy becomes a meathead mm-hmm. that is like an, an Ahab. Right, he has to yeah. go and kill. Yep. He, yeah, he's an That's a- turn him into Ahab, and then they turn Lindsay, and she was pointless. She didn't get killed, but she was pointless. And Nurse Marion was pointless. There was no like, you know, Doctor Young, the young, the young couple, you pointless. The young couple that was pointless. The, the gay couple, pointless. Which, that was not just pointless. That was insulting as hell because that couple that they had in there, the fact that they heard somebody in their house and they didn't call the cops or get the hell out of the house. Either one. I don't care if you're gay, straight, or well, otherwise. No person in their freaking right mind would would stick around there. There's I okay. So as a note, Little John was the with the dude in the the tank top, right? Of the yes. two of them. No, right? he was Big John. Okay. Oh yeah, whatever. that was Big John. That was yeah, Big John. Okay, yeah, that's right. Big John. I thought it was going to do something interesting because he's like he takes off his watch, he takes yeah, off he his does ring, the whole thing. he gets, yeah. he picks up a little knife, and he's like, "I have a knife." And the other guy picks up a knife, and he's like, "I have a knife." And there's like this ritual almost to it, yeah. and it's like Ooh. it was kind of cool. Like I was like, "I didn't think about that." Okay, mm-hmm. right? And um, and then he goes upstairs, and I'm like, I don't think that he has a prayer of killing Michael. But I think there could be an interesting thing here. Maybe Michael gets stabbed and he's a little bit injured for the coming finale. Like maybe something happens here because mm. these two characters are at least fun. They mm. were fun, yes. It, right. But they were used horribly. But and then po- he goes up there. Pointless. He goes up there and just gets murdered. There's yeah. no there's nothing to it. He just gets murdered. And then the other one gets murdered. It's the same thing with the older couple that Yep. And not only not only does Little John get murdered, Little John gets murdered off camera, so you don't actually have to see mm-hmm. it. But he goes in, he sees Big John laying there, and he's like, "Oh, Big John!" And he looks up, and Michael is standing there looking out that window because yeah. the 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 Big John and Little John now live in the Myers home. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He looks up. Michael is looking out the the window that he always used to look out. He stands up and doesn't do anything else, but looks at looks at Michael and goes. Michael, you came home. Yeah. yeah. Michael yeah. turns around, pff, kills him. The older couple. Yeah. yeah. The older he, couple. He, he didn't rage out. He didn't try to avenge yeah. Big John. No. He no. didn't run. Nothing like no. that. He just stood. He just sat there. Which that's like that's a thing too, right? That like sometimes the fight or flight instinct glitches in a person, and they just they, they they're so petrified yeah. that they freeze up. So that's fine. But all it did is like. You already kill one of them off camera, and like you give this one, this guy at least give Little John something, you know, yeah, in order to kind of to redeem both of them, and they don't even get yeah. that. They were a but, fun couple that could have been really kind yeah. of cool that movie, and they just totally just. I'm, I'm not going to beat up the. I'm not going to beat up the older couple as much as I think that you are. I think my biggest problem was that it was protracted. It was it was it, it was, was dragged out too much. It was gratuitous. It was very, everything it was very about brutal. it is like the language that they were using. Which I mean, I'm not I'm not you know a prude when it comes to language, 
but it's like it, it just seemed like everything was let's amp up the vulgarity for this older couple mm-hmm. and the i mean she's quality, flying yeah. she's yeah. flying a drone doing all kinds of tricks in in the house and flies it into this really strange room off to the back mm-hmm. corner and that's how it all gets. there's a guy in our bathroom or whatever it's like well, what's he doing i don't know call the cops i mean that was kind of funny but then the grossness of the deaths mm-hmm. were just like this is not halloween it's not it really there is. was a scene that was in that i think and i don't know halloween from anything but when she's laying in the kitchen and the husband's already dead but you see the scene where like she yeah. where yeah he pin cushions him but it's like blurred in the background mm-hmm. like that's really a great moment that was yeah. kind of okay but yeah now yeah. we haven't talked about we got to cover this at least i gotta i gotta put a word in because we talked about a lot of sh- crappy stuff the fireman scene where they go to re- the they john go to wick. put out the blaze the first they john to, wick scene the, 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 they go to put out that fire and they unknowingly not even rescue myers because he, i think he was getting out of that house either way it's kind of how i don't think well, i think that if if the firefighter he opens the metal, through. he opens the grate. You're telling me that he can get out of the iron bars, but he couldn't break through that wooden wa- floor if he wanted to. Like I think he was getting out of that house no matter Look, what. But 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 that that scene of like him brutally murdering like 15 yeah. firefighters. Yeah, I, I think was, that it would have been better served if it had been was if interesting. It had been, well, it was it was interesting. I'm with you, but I think that it would have been better. If they had, there weren't like fifteen of them standing outside, and it was like a brawl. It was so of, silly. Yeah. It was so yeah. silly that in because yeah. they all have axes. The one guy has like the power saw. Yeah, he winds up like it's it's silly, it's campy, it's ridiculous. But I loved like I was like oh if the whole movie is going to be this type of scene, which is horrific, but also super stylized and kind of funny. In a way, just because of the overtop nature, I can live with this. And it didn't really ever hit that point again for me. Um, it did for me. It did for me. Because it's like you had that scene where, I mean, and again, I, I, I say John Wick, but that's exactly what it was. He had that Halligan tool, and he just wades into him and blocking and doing this. And, you know, another guy will come up with something, and he blocks that as he's killing another guy and does the thing. and And then... The second time that this happens is is at the is towards the end of the movie, yeah. and it and it came from my my second favorite scene. The first was the window. The second was at one point the mom pitchforks Michael in the back in the mm-hmm. house. Yeah, curb stomps him on the stairs, takes his mask off. Yeah, and you know Michael's not done. He gets up. The mom runs out into the street. And it's like you know. Hey, I'm an innocent woman, just like your sister was. Come and get me. Which is like, again, the dialogue is garbage. Mm-hmm. And she's like taunting him. So Michael, and they never show Michael's face, which I kind of appreciated that. Yeah. But he's like, he totally ignores the hurt girl at his feet that he could just take out and goes after the mom to get his mask back. And he gets out to the street and runs around. She's hiding. He looks down. The mask is laying in the road, and he's standing over top of the mask. Now you have the crazed town folk on either side of him in their cars with their baseball bats and hockey sticks and 
not going to run him over or anything. Yeah, not going to run him over. Not going to bring guns, but they're going to beat him to death. And he's standing there, and he's like looking from side to side. And the the scene was my that I really really liked was before everything started. He takes the time to bend down and pick up the mask, and pick yeah. up the mask to put mm-hmm. it on. Yeah, and to me that there was something about that. It's like. In his strange psyche, his warped brain, he has to have this mask in order Mm -hmm. to. And then so everybody comes up and you know they they put him down right. And then the the guy from forty, you know, you killed my daughter forty years ago. You know, I'm gonna, you know, evil dies tonight. And he comes up with his gun to shoot him. And Michael wakes back up and takes out everybody. Mm -hmm. And we're talking. You know, blocking 30 kicks yeah. and, you know, cutting hamstrings and cutting here. And it's like I was waiting for him to start doing some crazy break dance martial arts fighting at this point, <laughs> a capoeira or something. And he just takes out everybody's kind of like, oh my gosh. And he's like, when does, when does he say, you killed my dog? I don't, it was just, what the hell? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean, we, yeah. Listen, I gotta say, I gotta say the last thing here. I gotta say last thing. Um, so when the when the three main characters pull up, yes, uh, when the three main characters pull up in their truck in front yeah. of Mike Myers in front of the Myers house, they all have guns. They all have been talking about hunting people down, sticking together, blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. for forever, right? Like mm-hmm. the whole movie has been about you do this together. You know, if we st- if we stand together, it, you know, we can do this. Like that's been the whole pitch. As bad as the movie is, it's been consistent with this idea of like the way we stop Michael is where we stick together. That's right. They pull up at the house, and whatever his name is, is like Lonnie. Lonnie. Lonnie's like, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna finish this, and you two are gonna stay out here <laughs> by myself. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And then they walk. He walks in. You hear a gunshot, and they're like, oh, there we go. That's our sign that we need to go do it, <laughs> deal with something. I'm like, y- your sign was when he said he was going to do this by himself. Thank you. Um, yeah. Like, uh, they walk in. Then they split up in the house because that's what you do. Because that's what you do. The, the, the boy walks up the stairs, looks up, and sees Lonnie like crammed halfway crammed into the pull down attic yeah it's like lonnie has been one of the only characters that you don't absolutely hate through this movie Mm -hmm. and he is killed off camera in no meaningful way then the my michael like brutally kills this guy on the stair like puts him down the girl tries to stop him and Michael just brutally murders him anyways it's Mm -hmm. the worst it's worse than what I'm describing it here it's so rough then he goes down and you think well she's gonna help be able to do something nope she's gonna get beat down then like you said the mom pitchforks him it all three of those characters lose any credibility with their actions in that scene, mm-hmm. right? Like the three characters that we're supposed to like lose all credibility. And then you're right. He comes outside. He's like, come get your mask. She's like, come get your mask. You know, I'm an innocent woman. I'm like, there's an innocent woman at his feet. 
and he just did this exact same thing on the stairway where the girl down the stairs is like, don't kill him, kill me, come get me. And he's like, oh, you obviously care about this person. I'm going to murder them horribly, and then I'm going to kill you. But for some reason, because we need a, you know, a survivor girl. Because she's got the mask. He's not going to just like, yeah, anyhow, I, we could go on, but. Yeah. And, and uh, we didn't even touch the fact that, you know, Lori from the oh, you from beat the, me to the it. 2018 was stabbed, yeah, and goes through surgery in this movie. It is fine, and a, an hour later is up running around trying to. I'm going to go kill well, Michael. And well, like, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on. Well, let me let me let me let me let me park on this one just for a second, okay? Because that's one of the things that bothered me the most. A, the gross misuse. Of Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, or underuse uh-huh. of her in the movie, and then the way that they sidelined her character, like they show her on an operating table, and she is eviscerated. Yeah, the, the, they were talking about like a foot and a half gash from literally from like the uh, from the from breastbone all the way down to her pelvis. It's huge, and it's not just big. This thing looks like a chainsaw went to it. It's completely there are doctors open. wading into the guts yes. visually. Yes, yeah. yes, they are. They are repairing internal organs on top of suturing up the laceration, and like halfway through the movie, she gets like an injection of super juice, um, adrenaline or whatever it was that she had on hand, or if it was morphine or whatever, and suddenly she's able to get upright. It's just the well, craziest thing, man. And yeah. there's there's every indication that the next movie is going to continue right from this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halloween Kills. That's actually not true. They've already said well, it's going to be a four-year dr- jump. Well, at least she's okay. healed. Right. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. But between but her and Officer gosh, Hawkins in particular, but that's the other one, too. Is like, I was, like, as I was willing, like, suspension of disbelief was pretty high. At the, in that first 20 minutes. So Hawkins surviving at the very beginning of the movie, I was like, oh, I like his character a lot. Yes. And it pissed yes, me yes, off yes. that he died in that first movie. I was like, it was fine that he died, but it also really pissed me off because I really liked him. And so him and her being together, and those moments were actually mm. kind of okay. Best you know, parts like, of the movie. Yeah. Where like them, them like, like, you know, they always had a crush on each other kind of thing. Or not, not that necessarily that they had like a moment with one another and they wished that they'd allowed it to last longer. Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah. by doing that and living their lives, like things would have been better up until this point at the very least, you know, uh, in four years, she'll have adamantium bones. Says Let's there. hope what? we can, we can only, she's going to need them apparently. Yeah. So yeah, well, that was, it was, it's, it is, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. Like that, like I liked it, but it is, uh, Oh man, I have I've really struggled with that it was, movie. It was just a train wreck from start to finish for me. Well, look, we got we got one more movie here. Um, John, you're okay with spoilers on Bond? Yes, hundred percent. Go for it. Okay, I look. It's been long enough since I've seen Bond at this point that it's, I'm not going to have the 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 rage um, or the strong emotions. But there's plenty to spoil. Yes, there is plenty of spoilers. Um, so let's let's do uh, Troy. I think this is going to be a quicker one. But, yeah, this will be a quick one. Um, the things that are not Bond about this movie is that Bond has a child, which plays in heavily, mm-hmm. heavily into the plot, um, and he dies at the end. And he dies. Yeah, one hundred percent dies. 
one hundred percent. It's not and, even a like a halfway. And and did not need to. No, no, no. He did not need to die. Um, the fact that he had a kid was interesting and good story wise. Not good for Bond because yeah. as soon as he realizes he has a kid, his whole demeanor changes. He becomes not a Bond character, but a um, but a, but a, like a person, mm-hmm. right? Like like. He has feelings and he has like wishes and he wants to, you know, he, he has a legacy now that he wants to, you know, there's a lot of that. And like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just, it, I, I liked the movie. It wasn't Bond because Bond is timeless. Bond doesn't die. That's the whole point. Bond is escapist. It's you go to watch a Bond movie so that you can escape yeah. from reality. It's over the top. It's it, he does he can do yeah. things that, that nobody else can do, and that kind of thing. Yeah. And that was that was the, I think the downfall of the Craig movies is because when they when Craig started in in, yeah. in Casino Royale, they're like, this is going to actually tell a story that does not exist in Bond films. You can watch Bond films in any order, yeah, because it's, they're just missions. <laughs> It's just a weird thing because any other franchise would be like, great, finally, a story. And in this one, we're like, eh, don't really need it. Um, the villain is not that great. No. Um, Which is but a, I a, like, a shame because I really like Rami Malek. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And there's a level at which Rami works in this one. Um, there's like a... There's like a he is initially he's painted as someone who has a personal vendetta against um, Bond's love interest, and it's as simple as that. Um, he has this, you know, her dad killed his family. He's returning the favor. Is kind of the pitch. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm okay. I like it's an interesting dilemma for this Bond that this villain isn't world ending and it's not going after Bond. It's this guy that just he's crossing paths with the people that Bond cares about in this one. But then it goes then it's like, oh wait, he also has this plan to kill the world. Yeah. And I did not care at all Be- about because, that. Because yeah. Yeah. He's like he he's got these nanobots. And he's got, he, he kills all of Spectre, which was super fascinating. Like, mm-hmm. he has a vendetta against Spectre, so he kills all of them. And I'm like, that's really weird. We see um, uh, uh, Christoph Waltz in, comes back in this one. Which was cool. Which, in a very much like a Hannibal Lecter st- set of yes. scenes. Um, great. Um, it just went too far. Like, the movie decided to take everything about two steps further than I would have preferred that they took it. Yeah. I don't need the villain that far villainy. I don't need the Bond personal life that far into his personal life. Like, it just... Two yeah. steps too far. Yeah. Yeah, to me, you know, Bond was just... The the, the theory that I had always went under and, and enjoyed the most is that it's much like the Jason Bourne in the aspect of you're, you're Brian Webb. Yeah. When you get assigned the 007 moniker, the name that goes with that is James Bond. Yeah. So that way, going forward, that's why 
to me, he was always so flippant about saying, my name's Bond, James Bond. He didn't care if people mm-hmm. knew his name because... It's not really even did, his name. Yeah, it's not even his name. Yeah. And, and they, that's why he can change. You know, Sean Connery was a different James Bond. Roger Moore was a different James Bond. And it just kind of kept going. So if they died, one, they died, it didn't matter. And in this one, at the beginning, he's not even a double O. Like, he yeah, he's retired, retired completely. And they have a new 007. And it's this uh, black gal, I can't think of her name, um, but it's it's like, and to me, that was a little bit frustrating because there's been this cry for a different type of bond, a non-white male bond. And I don't really care, but I'm also like, well, but he's, I mean, his name's James Bond for a reason. Like, he's going to be a white, he should be at least a dude um, because that's the character. I don't really have a super strong opinion, but if you were to ask me, that's what I would say. There's, but there's a there's a large vocal group of people who wanted it double the next 007 after Daniel Craig to be a person of color and a female. Yeah, they wanted it. Um, they or Idris Elba, yeah, as, mm. as yeah. But but and then they give it to us in a way that is broadcast from the very beginning mm-hmm. that they are going to take it away by the end. Yeah, like it's like hey. Here's a black woman that's 007. Oh, yeah, she's super cool. Oh, yeah, she's super professional. Oh, yeah, she's definitely going to die by the end of this movie. <laughs> um, and she doesn't actually die, but she gives up the 007 title before the end of this movie. Yeah, and and I, I at first I'm like, okay, this, this is going to be kind of cool, but... They didn't do anything. I I kind of enjoyed no, how they started the antagonistic. Yeah. They relationship. need more of that. They need more of that. Bond um, is a little bit pissed off that they have replaced. They haven't like retired his number. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah. They thought they would, he thought that they would retire, but and then again, she's also pissed off that they brought him back in. So it's like, wait a yeah. minute. Yeah, yeah. There's a thing there, but she's interesting. But she doesn't give much to do. The person yeah. who's actually given a lot to do is. Um, the other girl, Money Penny. Uh, no, not Money Penny. Oh, oh um, his, his love interest. Yeah. No, not his love interest. Oh. The other one. There's a lot of gals Ooh. in this movie. Um. Uh, I'll, I'll let me get a name here. Oh, Anna Paloma. Armas. Paloma. Paloma. Yeah. She, she was badass. She's badass. She could be a great. Now let me back that up. I don't think she'd make a great 007, but she could. You never know. Um, but she makes a great spy character yeah. a fun See, character she's now, yeah. the humor that the bond she's, daniel craig movies yes, have been exactly missing. she's what we wanted or what bond should be that fun in that over the top it, oh i've only had three weeks of training ah, and does all this crazy stuff and <laughs> she obviously has had more than three weeks yeah of training yet. but yeah it, it just yeah the yeah, the, it, the, the I could have I could have bought most of this movie, you know, the over the top villain, because that's what you want in the Bond. But the fact that he died and the way he died to me is absolute one hundred percent garbage, because he's infected with the nanobots. Yeah. But and and these nanobots make him now a carrier, and he is now poison to anybody he comes in contact with, and they will die instantly. Yeah. Yeah. But. Q gave him a watch that emits an electromagnetic pulse. Yeah. What is a nanobot? It's a little robot. 
Why didn't he it's just go? It's so dumb. It's Boop. so dumb. I'm they cured. put they put they put the gun the, like 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 uh they put the magic bullet in his hand. They put the magic bullet in his hand like a third of the way through the movie in a clever way. Like it's not like like it's for a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. It's a good magic bullet. And then they're like then he's like, oh, I've got nanobots on me. And Q is like, nope, there's no way to fix that. You are going to yeah. be that way for the rest of your life. He says one, He says nanobots are forever or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, don't. There is plenty of ways to get rid of nanobots. You just needed Bond to have a reason that he couldn't do. He couldn't be with the people that he cared about. So and so might as well die, as well die by a billion rockets to his face. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. And that's not even that's not a joke. That is exactly what happens. He yeah. stands on top of a building, and he calls in a missile strike, and like a cluster of three hundred missiles rain down onto his body. Like they're not like, oh, he might still be alive. Ha ha. He jumped into a river or whatever. Like, no, he he yeah, died. No. One hundred percent, and they because they show the blast, but the see, and that's the thing because they they have now. I don't know if it's a rumor or it's actually a report. I'm I'm assuming it's an actual thing. They they wanted a clean reboot for the next movie for Bond twenty six. They want a clean reboot, and again, this goes back to my issue. You don't need to reboot Bond. No, you don't need Bond is forever. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. just missions that you're watching. Yeah, there's um, there's some really good callbacks though. So I don't want to. I feel like our spoilers have been a lot of rough, but like there's a cool cool callback where like when they're in HQ, and like you see all the um all the M's. Yes, and the, and you in see portraits. Dame Judi Dench and uh, um, in portraits on the wall. Like the it recognizes yeah. that all of the bonds are connected. And I loved that. I was like, this yeah. is so cool. There's a really cool scene with the Bond car. Probably one of the most intense, awesome scenes where uh-huh. where the bad guys are just unloading on his car. Bond is pissed off and isn't doing anything. One of the bad guys walks up with a shotgun like, I can handle bulletproof glass. Takes the shotgun, puts it on the glass, and just starts boom, boom, boom. Just eating away at this glass and Bond's just staring ahead like dead eyed and up until the point where you know like the shots are gonna find like 12 shots go into this glass it's so cool such a tense scene and he's like fine whatever flips a button the machine the mini guns come out of the headlights he does a little spin just murders everyone takes uh, such a cool scene um there's several of those like really cool scenes mm-hmm. in the movie um, the actions were the action scenes were good. The gadgets were fun. The yeah, the Aston Martin DB5. You know, seeing that again with the original buttons in the console, not like new fan- fancy buttons. Awesome. It just the scene with Ana de Armas was also really cool. It was so much fun. Every scene with Christoph Waltz was really cool. It was really cool. There was there was so much of this movie to love. It just was too long and too much. It went a bridge too far in too many spots. Yeah. So yeah. it went it went too it went too serious. It went too dark. I think the best thing I can say, one of the, the last thing I'll say is, I guess I am very excited for the next one because I don't want to watch any more of this story. Like I'm glad the story ended so we can get back to not telling stories. 
Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Unless that's what they're going to do from now on. They're just going to keep telling story arcs and yeah. killing them off and rebooting it and starting over again. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I will I will leave you with it. This is what I had hoped. I had hoped they would do this for the last of the Daniel Craig Bond movies to solidify that that dream rumor of mine. And that was not kill him off, but Daniel Craig's Bond finally is like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to retire. He gets a message. He it, it, it just has an address. He shows up at the address, walks in, and it's like one of those old hunt clubs you know like those british hunt mm-hmm. clubs with the the oh and yeah the i know what you're gonna say and, yeah. and the leather seats and he walks in and there's the bartender and the bartender slides his vesper over to him and he's kind of like oh okay and he and he picks it up and he he was like you know good afternoon james and he, he kind of like wait a minute what and he looks back and here's all of these high back leather chairs sitting in front of this fireplace and one by one the old bonds all lean forward and now with the deep fake stuff you can do that with you know Lazenby and Connery and more and everybody leans forward and holds up their martinis and they go James and done so now you know that every one of these guys was a different person but they earned the moniker of James Bond and it can now be passed on to whoever else in the next movie, and if it's a woman, you just call her, you know, Jamie or something. I don't know. You just change the first name, you know, if that's what it comes down Troy, to. But it could be anybody. Troy, you have anybody. a lot of good ideas. This is not one of them. What? Boy, I hate this idea. We should we should end this sucker because, <laughs> like, <laughs> you you don't kill them. You don't you don't build the mythos by. By revealing, I oh man, I would I I would probably quit Bond if they showed that scene. <laughs> I would probably quit Bond. I would be like, oh my gosh, no, Velanaz, you're wrong. Exactly, right? it is the perfect, perfect post credit scene. No, no, yep. I would. Uh, no, what they should do is they should have. Uh, I don't want any Bonds should never. It's just like Mad Max, like. You don't put two Mad Maxes in the same room. It's a legend. It's the legend is not that there's fifty Bonds. The legend is that there is a James Bond, and that that James Bond is in a million stories, half of which are not true, right? Like, but you get to see all of them. Like, but you get to see all of them. The, the either either way. Ah, but but, but e- I would hate I would hate the idea that this is well because what you're doing what you're doing Troy is you're doing exactly what you told them not to do, which is you're trying to turn all of it into a one story. And that is the wrong no, way to I'm, go. I'm, I'm giving them the ability to say, yes, it, it is all one story. No, I, no. If if they need to, but you don't need to. Right. We don't need that scene. We want but to burn it, it would have, It would have been a lot better than what we got in, in No Time know. to Die. In uh, Yes, it would have been I, 100 listen. times better than what we got. <laughs> all right. Well, hey. Enough's enough. Um, enough is enough. I said um we got to end it on a, on on, yeah. Uh, good grief! We have now talked for almost two and a half hours Sweet. on these three movies. Um, <laughs> Troy's gonna have a great time editing this. <clears throat> um, and you know what? This is the short episode compared to Sunday, folks. Right? Sunday Fun Day. Mm. 
Um, we have uh, another weird episode coming up. Um, and it's probably going to be middle of the day-ish? I don't know. Whenever we find but time. We and I'm not time. promising we get through all of that episode either. Like, like uh, no promises made there. But we're going we're gonna to watch the first episode of Critical Role Campaign 3 Sunday at some point. Yeah. Um, and we're going to see what we think of it. Um, this has been the movie episode. Hope you guys liked it. Um, no, not a word of D&D was spoken. So, uh, appreciate you hanging in there. This was, uh, uh, Bear Droid, there is a rumor. Um, I'll tell you what. Special for stream. Um, well, so this let, will go away eventually. So let's end it and then. Yeah. Yeah. Stream's going to get a little tidbit. Podcasters, you don't get it. Uh, <laughs> we're going to close this sucker down. Um, thanks a lot. You can go head over to our Facebook page or to our Discord and chat more about these movies or any others with us. Uh, we'd love that. That's, uh, that's a big, uh, exciting hobby of ours that, that we love to talk about. Um, so come chat with us on Discord. Chat with us on Facebook. Head over uh, to the podcast feeds if you're listening to this on the podcast and give us a rate and review. We'd appreciate it. While you're at it, go check out Sif Pop because I can't credit them enough for the work they're doing with movie reviews and we stole this whole format from them. So um, fair is fair. We'll return the favor. Uh, Troy, John, thanks a lot for talking movies with me and we'll see you next time. Have a great movie night, everybody. <laughs> Stay safe.